Hey, it's Chelsea here and welcome back to the Anima Animas podcast, where you'll be joining me in driving discussions to bring the conversation of sustainability to the forefront of the fashion industry. So, have you guys heard about fashion rental business models before? Or is this the first time you've actually come across this concept? Think Airbnb for accommodation, Spotify for music, or Uber for transportation. Now, how about Palanta for fashion? This is exactly what Sarah Toff is trying to offer by adapting this rental business model to tackle fashion's clothing waste problem. Located in the Netherlands, Palenta is a rental fashion marketplace which aims to extend the lifestyle of every garment that it stocks, passing on the pieces to someone new to love and enjoy the garment. In recent years, we've seen other great rental business models that cover women's wear or occasion wear, But alongside this, Palenta tries to dive in a little deeper to tackle the short lifespan problem associated with maternity wear and baby wear. I think not only is this new innovative business model super exciting to learn and observe, but it also allows us to explore some interesting topics such as the concept of ownership, but also the views around how the sharing economy will work given our current COVID climate. If you're enjoying the show so far, please don't forget to follow the show on whichever streaming app that you're listening to right now, or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts to help make this show become more discoverable for others. There's so many juicy nuggets in this one, so I really hope you guys enjoy. Hey, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining me all the way from the Netherlands. How is it going? Hi. Hi, Chelsea. It's really nice to be here. All good. Actually, the sun just came out, so... Yeah, it's a good sign. <laughs> yeah, really refreshing for the morning. Amazing. So we always start our podcast with a little game and it's called AA Assumptions. And that's when I say three statements and you can reply if you think they're true or false and why. So are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Awesome. So the first statement is buying secondhand garments is always a more sustainable option. I think uh, it's false <laughs> from my side. Uh, without education, buying secondhand items can be also harmful to our environment, uh, considering that secondhand items has uh, polyester or are made of plant uh, materials, which are also emitting uh, microplastics. But it's also a great uh, step toward a more sustainable wardrobe. So. Uh, I would encourage everybody to check out and maybe start with buying a washing bag before um, get in a thrift store, uh, thrift shop. Sorry, but um, yeah, I would say it's a uh, false. Mm, interesting insights. And the second statement is: renting clothes is cheaper for consumers in the long run. Yes, I think it's true uh, because. By renting, you can save money, of course, because maybe you just need one item for uh, a couple of months and you don't have to buy it on a retail price. You could just rent it out um, cheaper. And of course, you can have more clothes, so you don't have to buy and spend money on clothes you won't maybe wear uh, that much. So yeah, it's uh, definitely true. Amazing. And the third and final statement is going to sound a bit biased, but renting secondhand baby wear is more sustainable than buying brand new baby wear. Um, yes, 
Well, it's uh, especially renting baby wear, it's really sustainable because babies grow so fast. And, uh, and of course, like, for example, speaking of sustainability, you can find uh, baby wear in fast fashion stores and you don't know the material, they don't, you don't know the dyeing method they used. So uh, renting uh, baby wear is actually a great idea and um, yeah you can also save space because uh, i remember my little sister had a lot of clothes which she couldn't even wear um, so yeah it's definitely true yeah that's great also <laughs> so for our listeners who may not have come across you or your work could you could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and why you started palanta Yes, so actually Palanta is a sustainable fashion rental platform. At the moment, we have uh, maternity baby wear and a couple of uh, women's wear for a businesswoman. Um, I actually moved to the UK with a suitcase, so it's all started with a suitcase. And I was uh, standing in my wardrobe back in Budapest and I was looking at my full wardrobe and oh my god I have so many clothes I don't even remember when I was when I was uh, last wearing this item and uh, yeah actually I made it through seven months in the UK with one suitcase and uh, and I realized that um, that's enough and uh, I started to learn more about sustainability uh, even with the fashion uh, part of sustainability and I discovered many, many things which are um, really disappointing and really made me feel bad because um, I didn't really buy the clothes I had in my um, wardrobe. I Mostly I had them from my mother or I thrift shop uh, them, but it wasn't an, a conscious decision. And I think many people out there don't do things unconsciously early but uh, yeah I just started to learn uh, more about it and um, I found renting a really good option you know also to support circularity circular economy and um, that the other aspect which I was really interested in fashion that I wanted to be a fashion designer mm. um, but with uh, learning more about sustainable fashion um, getting to new uh, sustainable labels I also thought that it would be something to support the labels already on the market and this is how I came up with Palanta so through Palanta you can only rent sustainable um, items made from sustainable labels so I would like to tackle these uh, two parts of this um, rental site yeah that's so cool because i'm really excited about this because i think this is going to be the first time that the podcast is really touching upon the sharing the sharing economy with fashion rental in particular and i think that a lot of people may not be aware of this new model within fashion because maybe they're just used to other industries using it right now so for example we've got the host hospitality industry using like airbnb or transportation they only use uber so when like this model is kind of reflected and modified or rather like translated into fashion it's still quite a new thing and maybe people or consumers rather aren't too familiar with this model so 
for our listeners who may not be aware about this kind of new developed fashion business model, would you mind taking us through how renting fashion looks like and how Palanta works? Yes, of course, gladly. So we started with our pilot in the Netherlands. And uh, as I mentioned, we have women's maternity and baby clothes. Um, we have a pay-as-you-rent uh, pricing, so we don't have fixed memberships. We would like to help really uh, people to be aware of their purchases, their budget. So we have clothes individually priced. It's usually 20% of the retail price per month. Um, we also decided to rent out clothes per month because we can also um, find, for example, party dress rentals that offer rentings for four to eight days. But with Palanta, with the monthly rentals, we would like to, first of all, reduce the returns and the shipping and the packaging. And of course, to have this education aspect uh, for one item you rent out and in a month you can also create like your kind of like a, a small capsule wardrobe. You can experiment with the style, with the design. You can wear it with a skirt, you can wear it with the trousers. So we would like to encourage people to really make use of that item. And um, yeah, so this is the rental part of Palanta. Uh, the other part is that we also organize events and uh, educational workshops because we really believe in uh, the holistic approach of, um, of helping people towards uh, a more sustainable wardrobe, a more sustainable life. Yeah, that's really, really cool. I Before we touch on upon that lifestyle aspect, because I think that is a really um, even advantageous part to your business model. Um, going back to kind of like the product and stocking it, how do you, stock your products i mean i can only imagine a massive warehouse with you know all these different options that people can choose from but how does how does palanta look like right now oh at the moment palanta looks like my living room yeah. <laughs> uh, um yeah so no jokes apart uh, we have the stock in my living room now because uh, i'm a sole founder of palanta i have uh, lovely volunteers who help me with some kind of like photo shoots and uh, choosing the brands but an operational part i work alone and um, we have the stock in my living room. Uh, I go to the dry cleaner, I package the clothes, I ship them. Uh, but of course, in the long term, uh, would be um, nice to have uh, like a logistics partner um, and I can concentrate on the growing the business. Um, yeah, so I can imagine to have a warehouse, but mm. for now it's uh, my living room. Yeah, no, we're living for independent startups. Um, yeah, so then how does your sizing range look like? Do you stock um, one of each size or? Yeah, so my goal is to have uh, one of each size, not to exclude people on their size. And uh, we have small, medium, large um, in most of our items. Uh, we also have um, uh, medium sizes, for example, from our summer stock because we got it for, uh, from our lovely brands and they have some leftovers. So it can happen that we have only medium, but we try to uh, really have the full range. For baby clothes, um, 
we do not have the full range from every item because that means like nine nine sizes up to two years so that would mm -hmm. be a huge stop uh, of course we would like to experiment like which uh, sizes goes uh, more than others um, yeah but we have uh, sizes from newborns to uh, 92 in baby size and um, and yeah we are aiming to have a full stock but that's also for the growth uh, phase yeah awesome i know you mentioned also that you stock um secondhand sustainable brands do you also stock secondhand clothing that aren't originally from like a sustainable you know designer because i mean the whole point of like renting you can rent like anything do you stock both or is it either or right now uh, for now, we have uh, sustainable uh, brands, but of course, I also receive many emails from designers, and we are, um, yeah, we are actually in a, in a phase when we try to figure out our collaborations. Uh, I would like to encourage every designer to try out this rental model because with this, they can really experiment with the uh, with the styles, even with the pricing we provide a lot of customer reviews for them so they can really concentrate on the to create um item or a collection uh suit to the market mm. i think it's super clever also how you like not only do you have women's wear but you also niche that down even further and you look at other categories that are also wasteful because of course maternity wear women only need that for nine months and babies you know they grow out so quickly so i think how you also niche that down is super super clever um how thank you how else do you also try to dismantle kind of other stigmas associated with secondhand clothing yeah so actually um i received many many um feedback from mothers that they are a bit worried about putting uh, their kids in someone else's warm pre-loved mm -hmm. item but uh, my answer is that if you think about fast food uh, it's really bad for your health if you think about fast fashion it, it does the same and uh, babies wearing fast fashion items for example uh, a romper from H&M it can really make them their skin um, irritations or, or redness or, or all these kind of things and maybe mothers don't even think about that it was because of the romper so i really encourage these mothers to try out our rompers we of course clean them and it's really uh, our top priority to clean them and uh, disinfect them mm. uh, but but still these sustainable items are more better to um, to touch your baby's skin than than other fast fashion ones yeah awesome i think also just to uh bring it also relevance to the whole pandemic right now how would you also go about tackling the issue of hygiene within a post you know pandemic world yeah well it's really important like even before the pandemic because uh rental business especially clothing rental business uh, i think it's built on trust so i trust the customer that they will take care of the item while they have it and they can trust me as palanta to really clean it um, 
deliver it in a good condition. Uh, so I really love this uh, uh, part of the business that it's really built on trust. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, this pandemic um, challenged our trust. Uh, if, if you go into the store and someone touches one box of a uh, bottle of milk or something, you maybe won't touch it afterwards. So I think trust uh, after post-pandemic world would be something that we should rebuild. And I really believe that with this rental model, uh, we can we can tackle this issue and uh, really help people to rebuild the trust, even if it's uh, for a company or for each other. Mm, it's the human connections after all, yes. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. amazing. Because, yeah, as you mentioned, some of the benefits with renting clothing is trying to keep the minimal trying to keep waste at its minimal and keeping the fabrics and clothing within the economy um, and again you also mentioned about hygiene that it because it's more thoroughly um, washed and disinfected um, what are the other benefits do you see with renting clothing oh um, many many benefits so as a customer let's 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 start with the customers because uh, mostly they are listening um, they can save time, money, space, and of course, resources for, for the planet. For example, as I mentioned, um, we, we have uh, clothes uh, individually priced, so people can save actually money on uh, renting. Uh, they can save time as well, because if you think about it, you can just order the item from your smartphone. You don't have to go in crowded uh, malls and uh, stores and try on uh, different uh, items. We will have um, pictures to represent the, the size and hopefully everybody can choose the right size of, uh, of them. Uh, they can uh, save space, of course, because they will maybe store that item only for one month or two months or until they rent it. But um, afterwards, they can just return and they don't add the, to the pile in their wardrobe. Uh, and yeah, we can talk about the resources we save because for example, um, with our estimation, uh, one item can be rented out 10 times or maybe more for babies. Um, and with this, we save resources because if we consider one, when, when jeans is made with uh, 7,000 liters of water mm -hmm. uh, and we wear it, I don't know, like uh, once in a year or, or for a couple of times in a year. Uh, yeah, we already save a lot of uh, resources. And uh, other benefit for, for the brands we work with um, next to that they can really experiment with the prices and uh, the customer reviews I mentioned. Mm. It's really that they can be in a new market because if you think about if, if you are, I don't know, like a university student and you really would like to support these brands, but you see that one, one jeans cost, I don't know, 200 euros. Um, maybe you won't have the resources, like a financial background, to buy that item. But uh, with renting, you can you can buy uh, you can rent it out, and you can support this brand as well. So these brands can be uh, reachable for more people. So actually, it's also a benefit for, uh, of Palanta for the brands. 
Yeah, that's such amazing points. You covered it from both a business perspective and a consumer perspective, which is really, really insightful. I also wanted to ask on the point of time, because I know that um, you said, you know, you can browse it online and then click and basically uh, rent it out online. But then what about after you've got it? And um, don't you feel like consumers, it might be a little hassle to then also kind of like pack it into the box and return it? How do you make that process a little bit easier for the consumer? Yeah, so um, yeah, we are aiming to be as convenient as possible because I think if rental website is uh, as convenient as, I don't know, like a fast fashion application, which is on, on the market for 10 years now, uh, we can really be an other option uh, to buying. And yeah, so uh, our packaging is a compostable mailer. So we actually put the clothes in, we seal the package, and uh, people can use the same package to return. Uh, and we also collaborate with, uh, with a company who actually deliver these uh, uh, shipments by bikes in the Netherlands. Oh. So I really find it really cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's so nice to, yeah, they are also um, sustainable. So we really aim to ease this process. Of course, uh, with our upcoming application, it will be more easier. But um, yeah, for our pilot, we just need uh, enthusiastic uh, people to try out and uh, prove that, yeah, this is something that uh, the world needs. Yeah, for sure. I think with a lot of the previous guests as well, when they try and tackle this convenience issue, they always kind of mention that the initial step is always the hardest. So when the consumer's first time of like renting, for example, would be like the most, like I say in speech marks, the most inconvenient because then they're not used to the new way of working. But then once they start into getting into the whole process, they they don't feel like it's hard work anymore when you get into that habit. Um, yeah, which I think is, is then a new kind of consumer behavioral shift that we're trying to reach within sustainable fashion. Um, I also wanted to maybe point out the whole discussion around possession and ownership, because of course that would be a challenge um, in regards to the rental model. So with a lot of consumers, they want to purchase because they want to buy something of that product that whatever value it gives, they want to own that product for that specific value. Um, So with renting fashion, I guess, I know that other kind of um, brands right now that we have like Rent Runway or Buy Rotation, which uh, focuses on occasion wear and that kind of one event sort of party thing. But it's also to do with, I I think like the satisfaction of wanting to like take that Instagram picture, you know, like does it Mm -hmm. really help with changing our integral buying behavior or is it still kind of, uh, perpetuating that indulging habit if you go what I mean Mm. yeah Yeah. I know yeah so I actually read some articles where they judge these uh, rental websites because it will um, you know like increase the uh, desire for new things and you can have it in uh, cheaper Um, partly I agree but with Palanta I also would like to solve this problem by offering these sustainable brands so not only our business model is sustainable where we support circular economy but also our brand on the website if you think about we are really the generation rent to quote um, 
uh, Europe news uh, because they said that, yeah, like uh, people between 25 and 34, not, not even buying property nowadays. Um, if you really think about, we have like all these virtual libraries, for example, as you mentioned, the uh, Airbnb, but if you think about we, so Spotify is also mm -hmm. uh, like a library where you rent out the music for a mm -hmm. monthly subscription. And, um, and yeah, I, I really believe that it can be something with, with the clothing industry and, uh, and with Palanta and with the sustainable labels, I really would like to uh, point out that, yeah, for some, some companies, it can be all about the money. It can be like a really good revenue stream, like uh, when they decide to rent out something for four days and they can have revenue more often than, for example, at Palanta, we have um, monthly. Um, but but yeah, I, I really think and our mission is to educate people and disrupt the fashion industry. So we're really into the sustainable aspect as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, regarding the ownership, I think uh, this is something that maybe will change after time and maybe this pandemic also help us to reconsider the, you know, the important things in life. And we really, when, when I ask someone like, what do you desire after this year at uh, basically at spending at home, they never say like objects. I, mm. they, I never heard someone saying I I want a new shirt. They say, I want to meet my friends and yeah. have a, I don't know, a good time. And I really think that uh, also um, this make people realize that human connections, we, <laughs> we are back here, but yeah, these are human connections and, um, and the things that really give value to our lives. And, um, and I also think that with renting, with Palanta, uh, we can raise awareness to those people who were actually made our clothes. Yeah, for sure. There's a lot of interesting points that you raised. <laughs> and yeah, so in regards to um, millennials being more flexible with the rental model, I think, yeah, that is definitely true. We're a little bit more um, open to experimenting with these new things. And I think that what you say also about uh, discovering new brands and I think is amazing way to test like experiment with your personal style with these things you know yeah. like um yeah so there's a lot of benefits to that but yeah I think it's still like quite a, a tricky issue because I know in fashion is kind of built on newness it's built on excitement and new product and you that's why people create so much and so excessively due to that like they always want to bring new things to the table for consumers um and yeah, I guess that's where like the waste problem comes. But yeah, yeah, with like moving in terms of like the pandemic now, and you mentioned everything is quite experience uh, led and the value is shifting from uh, product to experience. Let's talk about a little bit about the experience side also of your business, because you mentioned about your um, the events that you hold and stuff like that. Do you want to tell us a little bit more about maybe uh, the most recent thing like or the last thing I guess because of the pandemic <laughs> the last thing that you hosted and what it was all about yeah so actually we had really cool uh, calendar to to organize a really nice event but uh, of course now we cannot really 
uh, our latest event was our lunch event in the um, 6th of September in Amsterdam, uh, where we actually invited uh, fashion professionals, influencers, and uh, interested people who support uh, sustainable fashion. And uh, during this event, we had a kind of like a green catwalk. It was a reverse catwalk, so you can imagine like a, a wooden path in in a in a forest. And we had um, spots for for our models, and they were like standing there or sitting there. And uh, when when the uh, when the visitors uh, went through went by, they um, they introduced their uh, the brands they were wearing, oh, so wow. it was really interesting. Yeah, it was like a reverse uh, catwalk, mm. and we also had a meditation workshop mm. um, because we kind of have this holistic approach at Palanta. That I really believe that, as you mentioned, rental is uh, is a new thing to do, even for for the daily wear uh, we have at Palanta. So. I really believe in this holistic approach that we would like to support people to slow down a bit, mm. be more sustainable, learn how to be more sustainable, don't feel the pressure. Um, and and when you became in balance with yourself, uh, with your thoughts, when you start to, then you then you will be open to new ways to to think about. Okay, now I care about myself. Uh, maybe I can start caring about Mother Earth and uh, mm -hmm. maybe I can start with uh, renting clothes because that's uh, sustainable. So we have this kind of holistic approach to it. And uh, we also had a, a workshop where we uh, invited a, a writer and she was talking about uh, women empowerment and that we can uh, build our actions on love and not fear. So it was also really nice to see all these people really like thinking about their uh, insights. And it wasn't really all about the, the fashion part, but also ourselves. And uh, we also launched our documentary. We have a, a four um, episode documentary on, on womanhood, motherhood, uh, circular fashion and sustainable fashion. So um, we still have two episodes to to launch in this year. So it's really exciting. Mm. And um, yeah, for the for the future, I really hope we can uh, have uh, and continue these uh, events in life. And <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, that's maybe for next year only. Yeah, that's so amazing. So many things and events. You were so busy in the last few months. <laughs> yeah, you can imagine. And <laughs> yeah, they sound I'm so doing good. This alone. <laughs> oh my god, no, you're acing it. That sounds amazing. Yeah, definitely share also the link. I'll put the link into our show notes as well for our listeners to watch the documentary. Awesome. I think that'll be super, super cool. Yeah. Nice. I love how like it's got a lifestyle connection to it and you also do these events around not only is it the whole yeah retail and fashion it's about like self-discovery because sustainability is such a process and it's like it's never going you're never no one's ever going to be like 100 sustainable you know like it's that process that self um discovery and learning about how we could make small changes into our life to you know create those bigger impacts so i think those are those events sound so cool i wish i came thank you Awesome. Um, so in regards to then, I guess, the COVID situation, have you seen 
or experience any changing consumer behaviors and demands for rental clothing? Yeah, so in the past one and a half years, I was uh, doing interviews and surveys to really validate my idea of, yeah, rental is needed in this market. And uh, we launched in September, as I mentioned, in 2020. So um, middle of the pandemic. Mm. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so there were some interested people. And I also really think that this home office and uh, all the changing um, in this world, uh, it's not the first thing to do with, uh, yeah, I would like to rent a new blazer and I can use it all my Zoom calls, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm really hopeful for the next year. Um, and um, regarding our niche, so the pregnant ladies and babies, I also think that they are still a market because uh, they always grow pregnant ladies are always there babies are always there so uh, we will concentrate on uh, this um, segment of our customers and um, and yeah uh, i also saw many uh, heartbreaking stories mostly from the brands uh, because we work with sustainable brands and these brands are mostly like understaffed, lack of time, lack of money. And this pandemic was just, uh, just yeah, struggle. it was really hard for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was a struggle. I also know three brands that uh, went bankrupt uh, only in the Netherlands. So, mm-hmm. and I, yeah, and I had Zoom calls with founders from um, Portugal and they were like, oh, Sarah, it's a really good idea, but um, we don't know, we, we have to survive and, um, yeah, I, I really hope that they survive and uh, next year we can work today, work together. Yeah, for sure. I really hope so too, because it's really sad also when, you know, they're positive impact driven and they can't uh, maintain it. Yeah, it is definitely quite disheartening. Um, yeah. yeah, so we touched a little bit on your past events um, and some of the things that you've done right now. But what's next for Palanta? What can our listeners look out for? Oh, um, yeah, as I mentioned, uh, after this crazy year, I really believe that everybody is looking for events and mm-hmm. meetups. So uh, it's it would be an opportunity to show off maybe your new clothes, but maybe uh, your new mindset of renting clothes. So I really hopeful for, um, for the next year and people will rent more. Um, we will also organize the events. So... Uh, the meditation events, um, some kind of like a repair and uh, and uh, clothing repairing workshops, sweat events. So they are all in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, like for, for the future, we would like to create the application. That's also for next year. And, um, and with Palanta, we would like to be in more uh, countries because our uh, approach is to have the logistics in one country and uh, we are really looking for uh, expanding uh, in Europe. Yeah, so many exciting things. <laughs> so yeah. just before we wrap up, we usually have a Q&A section called Ask and Answer. And I have a question from Zoe B in Rotterdam. And she asks, what happens if I rent a dress and an accident happens? So for example, if I spill wine over my dress or someone stood on the tail of my dress and ripped the hem, what are the policies around repairs and returns for rental items? Well, um, 
for now, for iPilot, uh, we have an insurance. So you can buy actually additional insurance uh, next to your rental price and it will cover you uh, for these uh, unexpected damages. Uh, damages sorry. Um, but uh, in the future, we would like to make it also as convenient, convenient as possible. So we would like to build in this insurance in our pricing. Amazing. Awesome. So where can our listeners find you? Oh, um, we have our headquarters in The Hague. Um, and soon, when, whenever the events will take place, we <laughs> um, are mostly on socials at the moment. So they can find me at uh, palanta.co on every uh, social media. Uh, our biggest uh, platform is Instagram and uh, we are really active there. So yeah, we are looking forward for uh, offline events, but uh, for now it's uh, social media. Amazing. Thank you so much, Sarah, for helping us learn and discover all the magic behind rental clothing. Thank you so much for inviting me. And I'm really happy to, to participate because it's also something that shows me that people are interested and there's a community who are open to new ideas. So we may have stopped talking, but that doesn't mean you have to. Join us and the rest of the AA fam on our website at animaanimus.co.uk to connect and continue the conversation within our forum spaces. Please do drop me what your thoughts were on this episode. You can even submit any voice notes, ideas, or stories that you'd like me to share on the show. You can also find all the links we've mentioned in this episode in the show notes available on our website. And I would be so, so grateful if you could help me make this show become more discoverable for others by leaving a five-star review on your favorite episode and a social media handle I can contact you with because I would love to connect and thank you all personally. I really hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Thank you so much again for coming through and for listening. I really appreciate you joining this journey with me in driving discussions and creating positive industry change. Once again, I want to send you all a mad, mad love. And until next week, this was the Anima Animas podcast with Chelsea now signing out. <laughs>